Welcome to the Enterprise Excellence Podcast, where our purpose is to help create a better future. Learn from our world's experts how to improve your organization sustainably. Learn how to achieve and sustain an excellence journey for yourself, others, and the planet. And I'm your host, Brad Jevons, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. We are proudly brought to you in association with SA Partners, a world-leading business transformation consultancy. SA Partners are a truly purposeful company focused on helping organisations achieve sustainable improvement for themselves, others and the planet. Welcome to episode 143 of the Enterprise Excellence Podcast. Brad and I are recording another episode for the end of quarter again. (laughs) Time flies, hey? Yeah, today we're going to be exploring excellence journey using a simple model focused on systems and leadership behavior let's get into the episode Brad yeah cool yeah so Brad you've come up with a a new simplified model with help from Chris Chris Butterworth and Peter Hines and Morgan Jones and why have you decided to do that yeah why I've gone about doing that is that I think measuring a journey and tracking it and continuously improving it, like virtually applying the PDCA cycle to it is so critical. You know, like without it, you're not gonna make the journey and not gonna make it better. And, but a big problem that we see is that a lot of these models are very complex or they're very tools oriented. You know, it's mm-hmm. how are you with 5S, how are you with Jadoka, how are you with all these tools and techniques? The problems with that is that senior leaders aren't interested in looking at that stuff. But to really achieve an enterprise excellence journey, you need it that senior leadership are highly invested. You know, virtually they own and are leading it, not necessarily doing it all, but them being across the measurement and them being really proactive on being involved in that, celebrating the journey as people progress is critical. Mm. Like I think back to the episode with Dr. John Cotter, where he spoke about the dual operating system and the importance of leadership in that, actually achieving it. And so... I was thinking, how do we do this? Because most senior leaders, particularly in Australia, don't want to look at a complex model. They don't want to look at a model full of tools, which is not such a problem because I don't believe that sweating the tools is the key. Like I believe that getting the right systems in place um, and the right leadership behaviors is the key. So when you look at that, it's right, okay, how do we create a simple model that's very fast to review so that senior leaders are willing to review it and look at it and do it quite regularly and how do we make it actually cover the critical stuff that does create a culture of continuous improvement that does create a culture of innovation and high performance and execution and strategy execution and cultural improvement Mm -hmm. and so then when I was looking at that I was like who can I involve and I thought yeah instantly of Chris Peter and Morgan and also got some input from of course everything I've done with Jeff Sutherland and the Agile Education Programme yeah. and drew on a lot of other knowledge centers uh, work that I've done with many companies and across many different models. So it's sort of a melting pot. Mm. Like, and uh, It's good. It takes time sometimes to um, pull everything together, doesn't it, and create a simplified message. Yeah, it was taken 15 years of <laughs> effort. It's our 15 years of coming yeah, to a point. And I've already been able to test it, which has been great, and I've tested it with... Um, large corporations and also family businesses and yeah getting great outcomes at both levels you know they they love it they like it 
And the other bit that's really cool with it is that you can easily help them make their own version of it, you know, like modify it and adjust it and mm. create their own language and their own approach using the simplified model as a baseline, mm. which is good too, because ultimately, you know, if the journey is owned by the company, is in the company's language and covers what they want, it's really powerful. I just did that with uh, McLean Farms earlier in the week, part of the Sunny Queen Egg Group, a big egg processor and distributor in, in Australia. And uh, yeah, they within one hour, they're able to adapt the model and create their own, yeah. which is just, you know, powerful. And it was the senior leadership doing that, which is a credit to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super. Well, do you want to um, share your screen, Brad, so that people on YouTube can have a look at the model? Yeah, and I'll try to talk through the model effectively. So if you're driving your car listening to this on a podcast, you can sort of get a feel for it. So the simplified model, I guess what everything that, M&I and the Enterprise Excellence Academy and podcast is about is about creating really organizations that are enduring high performance with low impact, you know, where they're creating great outcomes economically and for customers and themselves, but they're also reducing impact on the planet. Mm. And the other thing that for us it's about, it's about creating an organization where it's everyone is customer and purpose centric in the whole organization. They're highly motivated highly focused strategically and culturally connected from executive to frontline. They're focused and calm also being able to execute in a calm way, continuously improving and innovating at all levels. You know, it's part of the culture. So if you look at that, the simplified model is three core pillars to it. The first pillar is alignment. And with alignment, it's about getting alignment north, south, east to west. And what I mean from that is alignment strategically and culturally from the executive to frontline and through the middle management if you have, you know, a traditional waterfall style structured organization or departmental type structure where you've got that real alignment. And then also across the circular value stream, we're calling it now, which is really across the whole extended value stream or supply chain. And I guess in today's world where we're heading environmentally, we need to get to the place where we're starting to collaborate and work with suppliers and customers and end users even to think about how do we get to circularity. Mm. And so the model covers that. And uh, that's the first part, alignment. Alignment. And for people listening where it's a circular model and there's three pillars and uh, they're all split equally, aren't they, Brad? They're... Yeah, we'll go into that. Yeah. yeah cool. The second pillar is execute, which is all about how well do we then execute on that strategic and cultural focus towards our vision and purpose. And very much that comes a fair bit down to project execution. And I think there's many techniques to that, but there's Agile or PMBOK or Prince2 and different approaches that we have to execution, actually really making those strategic projects happen and get great results. And the other part of it then is process and continuous improvement. How good are we at day-to-day planning processes, day-to-day execution and continuous improvement at all levels of the organization? And the final pillar is engagement. How good are we at engaging people and creating motivation and energy and building people capability and leading that in the most effective way? So the three core pillars of the model. Yep. And then when you go under it, there's two sub-pillars for each section, of course. I've mentioned it for alignment. There is strategy and cultural deployment. If you get 
better and better at that, your organization will move forward. The extended value stream, that getting really good at working as a value stream, the complete supply chain and that whole customer centricity, the internal customer thinking, thinking the broader supply chain and circular economy. Under execution, there's the pillar of process and continuous improvement. How good are we at baseline day-to-day work planning and leveling and, and process and continuous improvement? Then other part, pillar of execution is strategic and project innovation and management of that, which is of course project execution and innovation. And then engagement is about people, the employee journey. How good are we at really creating a great employee journey from virtually discovering the employees that are best suited to where we are as a company and then onboarding them and then bringing them through the company and developing them and growing them and succession planning them through the company. Mm -hmm. And also the final pillar of engagement is leadership. How good are we at key leadership systems and behaviors of like language leading from the front, our attitude, the way we think, um, adaptive leadership where we can lead based on the person and the situation. All these key elements which are best described out of Agile, which is around leaders who serve. You know, developing leaders that don't serve themselves. So they don't serve their own. And what that means is they don't serve their own ego and serve their own uh, reward, which we can get sometimes if we're an expert and we just want to tell people how to do it. We can get it sometimes if we're this mother hen type carer where we just want to help everyone and we get a buzz out of it. It's more about how do we best serve the people in our team to help them grow and reach their potential. So that's what really Leaders Who Serve is about. But that's the model. And for those on YouTube, you can see the model. For those on online or on the driving the car on the podcast, I hope I described it well enough. Yeah, we'll put a link to the image too in the show notes and we'll pop it up online for you to have a look at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you've started to use this with some customers and you're getting good feedback. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, it's just a matter of keeping it simple, but also making sure it covers the critical things so that if a company does lead down this path and progress on these topics, it truly helps them get better and better and better and deliver great outcomes towards their, for their culture, but also towards their vision and purpose. Yeah. 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 Great. So how would an organization use this model to help achieve progress and results? Yeah, so the model itself, I mentioned earlier, it's important that you actually measure it and track it and review it. And so off the model, we've actually been able to create a maturity index and they're called a rubric. It's like a maturity index on each criteria, those six criteria of the model. And it allows you to track where you're currently at. So we've developed a, a template for that that organizations can use and you can get hold of it. And so there's a work instruction, of course, to it that allows you to work through it. But the basic premise is, first of all, modify it and make it your own would be the way to go. So it's got your language, um, even some key elements that you want to include in there. But the second part then is to set up a rhythm of review. Mm. And so it's basically a PDCA cycle. You know, you do a check and you will check where you're at on the model. So all you do is you basically look at one of the criteria like strategy and cultural deployment 
and you read the criteria in stage zero, then one, then two, then three, then four. Of course, four level four is like the best of the best. You're like really top level on this criteria. Yeah. So level zero, it'll have some tick boxes in there. You can go and tick. If you tick them all, you'd then look at level one. And on level one, you might tick half of them. And so you'd go, right, we're a 1.5. And all you do is slot a 1.5 in the score level score section of the maturity index. Mm -hmm. And you can also then write some notes. And the key thing to write in the notes is thinking about where you're at and maybe what the root cause of that is to the five wires or a bit more complex if you want. And then maybe a note on what would move you forward. What should we focus on to move forward? Yeah. Which is really that going into that planning, you know, that, well, I should say the act and plan phase of the cycle. And you just go through each one. Six of them typically takes about 10 to 20 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you can hit, end up the score. So you might in the first criteria end up at a 1.5. You might end up on a two on the next. And then you might end up on a one. And you can just go through and slot in scores in there by reviewing each stage and considering where you're at with each. And then once you've entered the scores and gone through and captured notes on each one about where you're at and what the root cause might be and what you want to do to progress up the maturity index further, you can then graph where you're at. So that graph actually provides you a score. So the score is like a percentage of, out of the whole rubric, if you were 100% maturity, you'd be four out of four for everything. If you're, whatever you score, you'll be a percentage of that. So I've just put in a a rough score here for those on YouTube and you can see it's 36%. You could then plot where you're at, considering time and how many years you're through the journey and plot where you're at. You've also got a uh, spider diagram and you can actually use it to create visuality cool so it's really simple to use the other part i'd say but so critical is then making this journey transparent in your company so you can use this maturity index to track the whole company like a leadership team can explore it and average it across the whole company but it can also be used to explore individual teams Mm. and i've seen some great systems where companies have created like a swim lane for each team and they plot it like a running race of people moving up the maturity index in their teams and you make that visual in the workplace i think i saw a good one once at airbus where they used lego to create this big visuality using lego on on the wall and i think the other factor to consider which is in the work instruction of this template is to celebrate it and recognize it like i think we've had a number of key people on the show talking about humans and change and motivation is critical and that whole piece of making it transparent so you don't forget about it you keep focused on it celebrating it like crazy and really recognizing people and teams as they progress and all the whole company and the final thing i'd say is integrating it to strategy and your project cycle like if it's all integrated and it just works and it becomes a seamless thing it's not something else you're doing it's just part of what we do day in day out yeah 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 great wow it's really cool yeah i haven't seen the um graph side of the model yet everyone and it's great how you can just see at a glance where you're at really good so what are the results that organizations have seen over the years 
Yeah, well, I think out of Agile, there's been some of the best studies done on this type of approach and, you know, with Agile deployments. And the top level companies, it might get up to around 70 to 80 percentile. You know, they're about top level. They're nearly getting to that 100 percent, which can take years. They're getting about 10 times the performance, 10x. So a thousand percent gain, you know, which is huge. Right. So they're 10x on their critical measures. And that could, it doesn't matter what it is, it's whatever your measures are. It could be safety, could be diversity, could be environmental impact reduction, could be productivity you're chasing. You know, through that, creating that cultural continuous improvement and innovation, you can crank up some massive figures. But typically what happens is you get a rapid increase over two to three years. So from two to three years, you can go from 10% maturity or 15% where you are, where you are, and you can get up to about 50% maturity. And you're talking three to five times X improvement there, three mm-hmm. X to five X, which is still dramatic from where companies are currently at now. Yes. And then it, it becomes a bit more of a slow burn to get up towards 100%, of course. So there you're talking a lot more years of work and effort but still you're getting dramatic results as you do it mm-hmm. there's a whole topic we can do which is on sustaining it there's many other aspects you've got to do to make sure it doesn't stop because most companies do it well for two to three years and then stop and it actually goes backward it doesn't stay at that same level mm-hmm. it actually declines mm-hmm. so the trick is to keep it going and truly get up to that 10x performance and that top level maturity you've got to keep measuring it you've yeah. got to keep celebrating it You've got to keep focus on it, otherwise it will decline. The old law of entropy, <laughs> anything that doesn't have energy applied to it in this world will go backwards. Yeah, great, Brad. So what would, you, what would be your enterprise excellence two-minute tip? I think if you truly want to make your company great, like many of our best companies in the world have done, I think you definitely need to create some sort of maturity index to track your transformation and track your improvement and create some tangible way to celebrate and recognize people and everything that we've spoken about. So what I'd say is get hold of a maturity index. I'd say don't get hung up on the tools because the tools will happen. If you get the systems and the leadership and the people factors really going and then start, I should say, make it your own. So that it's then got your language and it, your approach, you've modified it with key elements that you also want in there and then set up a system to review it and offer that review, you know, plan your adaption, you know, create that, get that PDCA cycle going. But most importantly, make the journey transparent across the organization and celebrate and recognize progress and make it fun, make it enjoyable. And I think you'll achieve great things. And that's, that'd be my tip. <laughs> Great. So have you got a recent insight? Brad? I think the recent insight for me was I never thought we could simplify it so much, mm-hmm. you know, and I never thought I'd get the feedback on it from legends in this world like Dr. Peter Hines and Chris Butterworth and Dr. Morgan Jones. Like I wasn't expecting the positive feedback. Also, Michael Bremer's reviewed it. Um, you know, it's, it's I just didn't expect it. Mm. So I think that's the real proud point for me and insight because I think we've been able to create something that's simple that could really help companies go forward and senior leadership having the desire to actually monitor and track and celebrate because it's easy and it's not all tools based stuff that they see as below them which is rightfully so it's actually the higher level stuff that truly will transform a company 
And I think it's given us a system to truly help companies create a better future, so live our purpose, which is which is good. Yeah, perfect. The the next phase, I think, down the track will be to take this online so that people can do it anywhere, anytime, and get insights from that. So that's our now backlog yep. for the coming part of the year, and so we'll we'll definitely get there everywhere. Everyone, oh sorry, we'll definitely get there. Everyone, where you can easily get to this online and you know analyze it and review it. But at the moment, just reach out. You know, reach out, and we'll get it to you, and you can use it to help create a better future in your organisation. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, just um, give Brad a call or an email, and if you're interested, we'll we'll put a photo, <clears throat> we'll put an image online so people can get a visual of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll put it up online the the visual of it, and if you see it and you like it reach out and we can we're totally happy to hand over the editable version and and you can start to actually create your own journey in your organization and move forward yeah you know i guess for m and i there's for us it's just about create that better future we're not about holding anything back from anyone it's just about sharing and truly helping organizations move forward and so just reach out reach out if you want it we'll get it to you and um yeah, help you move forward. Super. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Anne. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> See you later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.